you. Hey, Amen. We're going to the book of Philippians. Amen. Chapter number three. Two verses. Verse number 13 and verse 14. If you got to respond by saying, I got it. And if it's not, I believe she has it on the screen. Amen. Philippians chapter 3, verse 13 and 14. It says, Brethren, I do not regard myself as having having laid hold of it yet. But one thing I do, forgetting what lies behind and reaching forward to what lies ahead. Verse 14 says, I press on toward the goal for the prize of the upward call in Christ Jesus. Would you say amen for the reading of the word? For a thought just for a few minutes, I want to talk from this thought. Keep pressing on. I want to I start with a quote. Uh, it says, perseverance is the hard work you do after you get tired of doing the hard work you already did. Let me say that again. Perseverance is the hard work you do after you get tired of doing the hard work you've already did. Reason being is because we live in a time today, and I can talk about my generation, we are microwave generation. We don't want to work for nothing. We don't want to labor for nothing. We don't want to tarry for anything. But I found out that the blessing don't come just because you put in hard work one day. Uh, uh, the blessing don't just come just because, oh, you, you set aside three days to, to do what you need to do to reach your goal. The blessing comes when you persevere, even in the times that you get tired. Are you going to pray with me tonight? Here's another quote. Success is the sum of small efforts repeated day in and day out. Oh, success comes when you put in the work day in and day out. Watch this. The reason why 17 years that we're still standing is because our leader, uh, our leader put in the work day and night. Amen. 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 He puts in the work. You ought to appreciate your past. Amen. From whatever you come from, if he diligently works. Oh, to give you the word of God. Do you not know and understand that getting the word of God is not easy to put it together because we need the Holy Spirit. And let me tell you something. I've even learned and seen that color folk is not easy to pastor. You need something more than just yourself to pass the people because why everybody has their own agenda. Everybody thinks they know, uh, but they really don't understand and know. So you ought to, you ought to, uh, appreciate your pastor. Here, here in this Philippians, Paul here is our writer. And one of the things he wrote to him, the purpose was to tell them about joy and strength found in Christ. Let me bring it a little closer. 
he writes them a thank you note. Why? Because Paul had suffered some things and when he wrote this, he was in prison. And, and I can imagine that, that Paul got encouragement when his people began to send him gifts and take care of him even in his hardships. Amen. Can I tell you something? You ought to take care of your man of God. Whatever he's going through, whatever he's dealing with, you ought to take care of your man of God. Amen. They, they, they took care of their man of God. And so he wrote them, oh, thank you note. But also in writing this note, he uses it as, as an occasion to send some instructions on Christian unity. Uh, the thought is simple. Uh, only in crisis where you have real joy and unity. Here's what I come to discover. Happiness depends on the, the uh, circumstance, the situation. Happiness, yeah, as long as everything is flowing good, I'm happy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't beat me being here on Sunday morning on time, before time. Amen. But when everything is going good, amen. I got the right attitude. Amen. Pastor, what you need, I'm here because everything is going good. But the minute that things start happening, oh, hallelujah. I, I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm depressed. I'm lonely. I'm, I'm all everything but happy. See, this is the reason why Paul wrote to them is because watch this. Even in an ugly situation, you can still have joy why because joy is in christ not on uh, not just around your birthday not just around on christmas not just around on mother's day not just around on father's day but every day i can strive another day because my joy is in christ or you ought to help me tonight because here's the here's the thing here's the uh, the matter of the here's the root of the matter of the whole thing when you got christ in your life you are able to go through some things and come out with your head up. You'll be able to show other people. Didn't he just go through that? Didn't he just deal? Didn't she just go through that? And I know it was trouble. But look at her now. The reason is because of Christ. So he says only in Christ. Where you have real joy. Hmm. He exhorts the people. To be steadfast and be of the same mind and rejoice in the Lord. If you look at chapter 3 verse 1, he opens the text and he says, finally my brother rejoice in the Lord. I find that to be, I find that to be very interesting that even in his bad situation, he still tells the people to rejoice in the Lord. And he said, I didn't do it for my, for my safety. I did it for your safety. Because again, the whole point of the matter is that joy is found in Christ. I might be sitting up in here in prison that Paul say, but I can still rejoice in the Lord. Uh, can I help you with something? Even if whatever you're facing, you can still wave your hand. Somebody said back in the old days, if I can't say a word, I just wave my hand. You know what that's saying? I can still give God glory because in spite of what I'm going through, I can still rejoice. So he says he, I, 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 he did it to save God. He, he did it. To safeguard them. And then in verse 2 he says, beware of the dogs of the evil workers. He says, for we are the true circumcision who work, who worship the spirit of God. Ah, and glory in Christ Jesus. And then he says, look, don't put no confidence in the flesh. See, what we're doing, to see, see, here's what I understand. The reason why sometimes while we give up. 
uh, is because we're putting more confidence in the flesh than we are in God. Uh, yeah, 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 we're trying to, we're trying to accomplish everything that we want to do, uh, in the flesh. Amen. And, and I know we are in the flesh, uh, but guess what? Our confidence has to be in Christ. Ah. Uh, he says, if anybody, now, now, now look, now I'm, I'm in the context. Now read the Bible if you don't know. I, I'm in the context because he said, if anybody can boast in the flesh, I know you've accomplished a lot in the flesh. But Paul said, Paul, Paul said, listen, if you got a reason to boast, I got more than that. And if you notice in the context, he started, he started throwing out some things of what he accomplished in the flesh. But look, look at verse number seven. Look at verse seven. Verse seven says, but whatever things were gained to me, these things I have counted it as a loss. Glory to God. Can I help you tonight? You have to understand <laughs> that joy does not come. Mm, he's, uh, he says, if anybody can boast, he said, I counted it as a loss. Why did he count it as a loss? He said, because of the surpassing value of knowing Jesus Christ. See, I thought, I thought Paul said, I thought my little accomplishments were something. Uh, yeah, I know you might have thought some of your accomplishments were, uh, was something, but when I learned who Jesus Christ was and what he done, not just for me, but for all of us, oh, that counted everything that I did as a loss because nothing compares to what Christ done for me. Or you ought to be thanking God that he died on the cross for you and I. He didn't have to do that. A debt he didn't owe. Oh, hallelujah. You ought to be grateful. Because even when we lose our mind and go the opposite way, God still remains faithful. He says, I count it as a loss. He says, uh, he says, verse 8. He said, I count it a lot for the sake of Christ. More than that, I count all things to be lost in view of the surpassing. See, I, I just said, uh, knowing that Jesus Christ is, is my Lord, for whom I have suffered the loss of all. He said, thing, of all things, and count them but rubbish, so that I might gain Christ. Here's, here's the encouragement because even though Paul was where he was, he still had a desire to continue to grow, to continue to get deeper in Christ. That's why, watch this, that's why when he comes to verse 10, he says that I may know him and the power of his resurrection because Paul had a desire to learn who this Jesus was that died for me. And can I ask you a question? Are you learning who Jesus Christ is? For yourself, amen. I'm not talking about for what mom and daddy did. I'm talking about do you know him for yourself. See, I came to learn who Jesus Christ is when I went through the things that I went through because I was going on what everybody else said. But I didn't really know for myself that Jesus will sustain me until uh, everybody walked away. Oh, up until when I called people and they didn't answer. Oh, but when I begin to call on Jesus, God is the one that sustained me. Hallelujah. I ain't gonna go there yet. But I had to bless you real quick. I had to bless you real quick. Because you have to understand you come to know Christ. 
through situations. That's why Paul said, I want to know him in the power of his resurrection. And watch this, the fellowship of his suffering, which means, guess what? The power is what brought me out. But guess what? Some things I do got to go through. Some things I do got to face. Some hardships I got to bear. Why? Because Christ suffered for me and I ought to be able to suffer for him. Let me move on because I want to get to something because look, and then, so when he, after he says this, now he gets to verse 12 and this is what I love. Paul, he evaluated, he evaluated himself. Look at what he said. Look at what he said. Look at what he said. He says, not that I've already obtained it or already have become perfect. Hmm. See, some of us get a little wisdom and we think we arrived. <laughs> we, 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 get a little, we get a little something under our belt and you can't tell me nothing. Yeah, we get a little bit on my belt and I'm walking and stomping with the big dogs because I got a little wisdom. Paul said in spite of everything that he had, he said, I ain't attained it yet. He said, I ain't made it there yet. Do you not know it's, uh, it's, it is very uh, uh, humbling to stay in the place of a teacher, having a teaching spirit? A teachable spirit, even though you might be a pastor, even though you might be a bishop, even though you might be evangelist, you might be whatever they call you. But baby, don't ever get to the place where you think you know it all. Because just when you get up there, God will knock you. Paul says, look at, look at what he says. He says, not that I've already attained it, but he says, but I press on. Watch this. That I may lay hold of it. To lay hold of it means to, to, to make his own possession. To take his own possession of Paul said. Watch this. Because I want to know Christ uh, on a deeper level. He says, I, I press to lay hold of it. Watch this. Because Christ, I got laid hold of it by, I got laid hold of it by Christ. Which means Christ made us his possession. Okay, let me back up and rewind again. He says that I may lay hold of it. In other words, he said, I want to make it mine. I'm making it my own possession. He said, because Christ, he made me his own possession. Can I tell you something? Christ has made you his possession. Now, I wonder tonight, will you make Christ your possession and start pressing on to seeking him more? Oh, hallelujah. He says, mm. all right. Yeah. Verse 13. And now that I done brought you up. Now, let's go a little further into this. Verse 13 says, brethren. Oh, he says, I do not regard myself as having laid hold of it yet. Oh, he say yet, which means watch this. He was working at something. He says, not that I laid hold of it yet. See, you got to have a yet in your spirit. Yeah, you got to have a yet. Why? Because I'm not, I know I'm not there right now, but one day I'm going to get there because I'm pressing on. He says, he says, listen, uh, he says, uh, uh, 
I do not regard myself as laying laid hold of it yet, but one thing I do. He made up in his mind to forget what lies behind. Let me stop right there because here's my first point. If you're going to keep pressing on, the first thing you got to do is let go of the past. Oh, can I walk this thing? Because look, I, I, look, in my preparation, I tried to look over this. I tried to look over this, but the Holy Spirit wouldn't let me. Let, he wouldn't let me do it because there are some things in your life yeah, that, that, that broke you down. There are some things that you are ashamed of. There are some decisions that you made that you didn't like. And some of us are trying to walk forward holding on to all that baggage that we got. The only way you can press on is if you learn how to let that stuff go and get to pressing. Ah, see, here's the thing. How can you go, how can you go forward if you're steady looking back? You're gonna run into something. But that's why you gotta stay grounded and rooted in. Ah. Come here, Light's wife. He said, look. He said, don't look back. He says, go and keep walking forward. Don't look back. The problem with some of us, the reason, you know why the reason why we still holding on to that path is because we are emotionally attached to it. I can be real with y'all just for a minute. Look, look, look. I can be real with y'all just for a minute. Because what I thought, what, what, what I thought was it, God removed it. And because, and because he removed it, watch, I couldn't understand before. Because in my mind, I'm like, how if God loved me so, why would he cause this to happen? Why would he turn somebody's heart against me? And it wasn't against me. It was because God needed to remove people out of your life. But here's the thing. God says, I got something better for you. That's why you have to keep pressing forward. And you know what I pray? And I'm being honest with you. I pray and I ask God. I say, Lord detach me emotionally help me to detach myself emotionally because I found myself oh when I'm at home by myself thinking about it and crying and and saying woe is me because I felt like I couldn't do better See, I can be real because some of you are still in that situation right now. Yours might not be a relationship, but whatever your issue is, you can do better. Why? Because God says, I have something. But in order for you to get it, you got to drop off. All through the New Testament, Paul he used the analogy of an athlete and a racer. Why? Because an athlete, when they get ready to run, they take off everything that can possibly slow them down. You know what's wrong with us? We don't know. We don't know when to drop stuff off. Watch what the scripture says. For we know that he causes all things to work together. See, why you thinking that it, it was, it was tragic. Yeah, it was. It broke you down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It tore you up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it was everything under the sun. But watch this. You have to understand that Christ is the only one that can put you back together again. Let me move. Because when he says now, forgetting what lies behind. He says, and, and reaching forward 
to what lies ahead. So, so here's the next thing. If you're going, if you're going to keep pressing on, you got to start reaching for Christ. Oh, I got to stay within the context because Paul desire wasn't to reach nothing else but Christ. How many things in your life that you're reaching for that will leave you empty in the long run? I know you're chasing money, but guess what? Money don't make you happy. Oh, wait, let me bring it back. Y'all rewind. Money was well, temporary happiness. But when money run out, oh, where's your happiness then? But I found out that Christ. See, here's what, here's what, here's what. See, when you, when you let go of the past, you need something to reach forward to. You need something to reach forward to. What better person to reach for Christ? See, watch this. I'm going to bring it a little bit more real. See, you see, you need to stop putting all your trust and confidence in people. In things. Watch this. Because when things mildew, when things rust, when people die, they're going to be with the Lord. Where does that leave you? If your confidence is all in them. Testimony is this. It's this. Not this. But this. I put so much into my relationship. I can be real. That when it broke... It left me broken. Left me broken. Because now watch this. Because all these years, I thought I had God in my life. I'm not saying it literally like he wasn't in my life. What I'm saying, I thought I had more faith than what I had. I thought I was able to to stand more than what I had. Only to come to find out that when it broke, it broke me too. So you know what that left me? Not wanting to get up out of bed. That left me wanting to stay in bed. That's what made me want to turn to everything. That made me want to drink my life away. That made me want to smoke my life away. That made me want to give all my body to somebody who don't deserve it. But God. Help me, Holy Ghost. But it wasn't until I found. It wasn't until I started reaching for something that was bigger than me. I started reaching for something that could help me in the long run. I started reaching for something that will sustain me and bring me over. Who you're talking about, preacher? I'm glad you asked because I'm talking about Christ himself. The reason I get up and go. It's because God been good to me. The reason why I keep my head uh, walking high is because God been good to me. The reason I keep on going is because God been good to me. Hmm. I got one more for you and I'm finna get up out of here. I found that as believers, Christ don't want us to stay stuck where we are. That's why he causes things to work together. It's because he see it. He see the big picture. You only see right now. And you don't see that that person is bad for you. You don't see that what you're doing is killing yourself. You don't see the things that it's doing to your body. But you're mad at God because he removed it. He worked some things out. And the only thing Christ says is I want your attention. Watch this. Not just your attention, but I want your undivided attention. 
So if you're going to reach for something, if, if you keep pressing on, if you're going to reach for something, reach for Christ. Reach for something that's going to matter at the, in the end. Uh, all right. Verse 14. And I'm finna get on out the way. He says, I press on. I press on toward the goal of the prize of the high calling. Here's the last thing. If you're going to keep on pressing on, you must earnestly pursue Christ. Here's what I got encouragement out of. Paul just wasn't chasing anything. Paul had a goal in mind. Paul rejoiced in the he rejoiced in the Lord because God was using him for his glory. Everything that Paul went through, it was because of Christ. Everything that he that he dealt with that he faced, shipwreck, being beaten, being in jail, all that was for the sake of of Christ and I wonder what are you pursuing after this word press means to earnestly pursue you ask the question what is the goal the goal is Christ likeness the goal is maturity. See, you have to understand, you can't stay where you are. The goal is overcoming obstacles that came your way. The goal is having a different attitude. The goal is having the right perspective. The goal is living for God. The goal is to say, I got to get more than what I had. Because obviously what I had before, it didn't do me no good. The goal that I'm reaching for is the power of the resurrection. Because I understand one thing, that the reason that I can press on is because of the resurrection of Christ. Are you with me tonight? The reason why I can stand and don't quit is because of the resurrection. In spite of my hardships, I can press my way because the question is, what is the prize for all my hard work? See, can I tell you what it is? It's fighting the good fight of faith. It's not giving up when I wanted to give up. It's not giving in when times got hard. It wasn't when, it wasn't the time when I went and pouted and said, I'll never do it again. But what it is, it's the power of the resurrection. Can I get a witness in here? The question is, what is the upward call? The upward call is when we all get to glory and God say these words to me. Servant well done. That good and faithful servant. Say you've been faithful. Over a few things. He says come on up higher. 
He said, I'll make you rule over many. What I love about the Lord, somewhere in your kingdom, Lord, it ain't I'll be satisfied if you put me in the front, Lord. I'll be satisfied wherever you place me, Lord. As long as I'm in the kingdom of God, do I have somebody? Because one of these days, I got to stand before God. And you know what he's going to tell me? I saw what they talked about you. Glory to God. I saw what they scandalized your name. I saw what they smiled in your face. But all the while they stabbed you in your back. I saw what the weight began to press you down. Oh, hallelujah, somebody. I seen what the weight began to press you down. But you just kept on pressing. In spite of hardships, you kept on pressing. In spite of what it looked like, you trusted me all the way through. And for that, my child. And for that, my child. Servant, well done. He ain't got to call me Alonzo. He ain't got to call me Stuart. He ain't got to call me Reverend. But just call me Servant. Servant. Well done. Come on and say it. Say it. Say it. Say it. Say it. Yeah. All right. All right, I got to get out of here. I got to get out of here. But let me take you back. The first preacher that came to us, he talked about being found in the lost department. That encouraged me. And the Lord began to show me that every member here of the Vision Church God found you wherever you was at in life. God found you in the lost department. And he said, I got somebody that I want you to be under. Because now I'm going to feed you what wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. Here we go, y'all. The second week, the preacher came in here and he talked about the man in the mirror. One thing I found out. After we all was found in the lost department, the word was being preached week in and week out, day in and day out. And we came to ourselves and we said, I can't look at nobody else's faults because I got faults of my own. So the word of God caused us to look at ourselves. Caused us to work out every freckle. Caused us to work out every bump. Caused us to work out every uh, lack. Good God Almighty. Because the word will cause you to look at yourself. And not just look at yourself. But not be just a spectator. But be a doer of the word of God. It caused us to say I don't want to do that no more. The word caused us to put down that bad habit the word of God caused us to look at ourselves and I'm still not done because the third preacher that came in this house he talked about the shepherd that makes a good sheep 
Have I got a witness? All of us needed shepherding. All of us were lost like sheep. All of us had mange on our body. All of us was broken up in pieces. But God gave us a shepherd that brought us from where we were and put our life back together. And look at us now. All of us are doing better than when we got here. Because let me encourage you. I may not be where I am. But I thank God. I'm not where I used to be. You ought to thank God. That you're not where you used to be. But thank God. That he has shepherded you. Thank God. He has closed you. Now here I am. Telling you tonight. To keep on pressing. This is not the time. To get complacent. Because there's more work. There's more sinners. There's more people. That need the Lord. And I want to tell you tonight. No matter what you go through. Keep on pressing. Keep on pressing. Keep on believing. Keep on trusting. Keep on believing. Keep on trusting. Every day. Keep on walking with the Lord. I guarantee your faithfulness will pay off. After a while, scripture says, don't get weary in well-doing for your reap. If you don't think, keep on pressing. Keep on working. Keep on believing. Keep on striving. Say yeah. 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 Ain't he all right? Ain't he all right? Ain't he all right? This message was for me because every time I wanted to give up, every time I wanted to throw in the towel, God said, Don't give up. Look at what I'm doing. Look at what I'm doing. There's more in you than you really know. Reach in and grab your potential. Reach in unto me, for I will sustain you. Yeah!